And now, for your misinterpreted group, the five seven Greek god, Theron Kostalas. And when introducing himself, he's five eleven. From Boston, Massachusetts, the degenerate Keith Schmelter. And ladies and gentlemen, finally your host, the six one ginge, tell your Lundquist. Welcome to another episode of Misinterpreted Tell Your Lundquist. Keith Schmelter and Theron Kostalas at my side as usual. Um, so I was sleeping last night and I had a dream. How about that? Really cool, huh? Don't remember it, but probably had a dream at some point. Um, I forgot the uh, weird off topic. Oh, no. Okay. What I was going to start with was uh, we got the Christmas tree, right? Keith and I got a little six foot Christmas tree from my apartment and um, got lights for it, obviously, because you got to have lights. And. Um, we got the uh, LED kind that twinkle, and uh, they really annoy me. So <laughs> I've been complaining about that for the past, uh, I don't know, 12 hours or so. No, more than that, like 18 Wh- hours. Why don't you like them? Because they give me a headache. Well, it's also half the tree is lighting up and half the tree is not. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like... It's an eyesore. It, it basically projects like a green hue You know, you, you should just else. throw the whole tree away. <laughs> Yes, that's an option. Just get a whole new tree. That's definitely an option. <laughs> Start over. Start over. Just we'll get a twelve footer this time. Just go double the size. That's good. Um, all right, we probably don't have enough time to waste time because uh, we have so much to talk about. Uh, we're gonna start with uh, the NFL, and um, in lieu of recent events, uh, I think the power rankings in the NFL has definitely switched up. Um, my top five, uh, we'll start with number five. I think the Houston Texans are number five. Um, I think they're on a roll right now. They just came off of uh, beating the Patriots. I think Deshaun Watson um, is phenomenal in every game he plays. Uh, I think their defense is actually getting better. I, I believe they're eight and four, I believe. Correct. Um, so I think uh, they, are, they are my number five in the power rankings. My number four is the New Orleans Saints, uh, 10 and two. Uh, they are tied atop the NFC with the Seahawks, but they have the tiebreaker with the win over them earlier in the season. Teddy Bridgewater was probably the most important player that they've had this season mm-hmm. going undefeated in his stint at quarterback when Drew Brees was out. But now that Drew Brees is back, Michael Thomas is the receiver again that we thought he was, backing up his last season. He's awards. an animal. It's unbelievable. He's incredible. Yeah. And their defense is really good. Yeah, a lot better than it has been. Yeah. I think years. on these all top five teams, their defense is outperforming everything than expected. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. That being said, number three, San Francisco 49ers. They pride themselves on their defense. They have the best defense in the league, in my opinion. Um, Joey Bosa leading that. Who would have expected to say that? Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Nick Bosa. Yeah, I was going to say. Bosa. I was like, Joey Bosa. Um, Nick Bosa, the rookie, leading, an off, uh, leading a defense is crazy. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo with a very underrated and kind of unknown receiving core Mm -hmm. is making a lot of plays. Uh, So props to Jimmy G. And um, I don't know, Shanahan's just got him playing well. Is that Shanahan? Yeah, it is Shanahan. Yeah, he's got him playing really well. Yeah, which It's surprising because he came from the Redskins, and they were awful for so many years. Yep, yep. So good for him. Yeah, really good for him. But uh, 49ers, I think, uh, they're my number three. Uh, Number two right above them, also NFC West, hometown Seattle Seahawks. Um, If Lamar Jackson wasn't completely taking the league by storm, Russell Wilson would be the MVP. I said a couple weeks ago that my MVP was Russell Wilson. That has since changed um, (laughs) after Lamar Jackson has continued to do everything that he's done. Um, So I'm very impressed by Lamar Jackson. But, um, yeah, Seattle Seahawks – Getting a win on Monday night over the Minnesota Vikings was big. Coming from behind, in I was in Seattle, right? In Seattle, yeah, yep. still a big win. Yep, but they are undefeated on the road. They're six and zero away, and they're four and two at home. Huh. So I did not that, know that I think I mean having a good away record is they're the only team with a undefeated away record in the league. So there you go, go Hawks. Um, 
So they're my number two, mostly because of Russell Wilson. The defense has been outperforming everything that I expected. Coming into the season as a Seahawks fan, I was really not expecting much out of them. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't even expecting them to make the playoffs because our receivers were not good. Our defense lost a lot of pieces. Um, but Bobby Wagner, K.J. Wright hold it down at the linebacker position. Our defensive line has gotten a lot better. Russell Wilson found D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Josh Gordon, a great addition to the team. Um and then Chris Carson has continued to, you know, be a above average back. Rashad Penny's coming in there too. He's yep. doing real well last year. He's few doing weeks. really well. Also, great story uh, while we're on the Seahawks is uh, that Monday Night Football game against the Vikings. Um, Chris Carson had a big run and mm-hmm. got him down, down to, to the one yard line. The one yard line, and he then subbed himself, himself out, out so Rashad, so Rashad, Rashad Penny could get in there and get great. a touchdown. Yeah, I heard about so, that. So I mean, that I that just says a lot. That, about that, Seahawks that does mean a lot and, because usually. Players want to score, exactly. and they want to have the stats for themselves. And a lot of the time, um, Chris awesome. Carson was saying this. Uh, no, sorry, it was Rashad Penny that was saying it. He's saying, you know, a lot of the time you hear a lot about scuffles in the backfield where mm-hmm. guys are really competing for time and touches and everything. And between Chris Carson and Rashad Penny, it's all love. Yeah. I love yeah. that. So that's great. Um, and my number one, to no one's surprise, is the Baltimore Ravens. You know, 10-2, and two, but on an eight-game win streak – uh, we'll dive more into them uh, in just a sec, but Lamar Jackson, easy MVP front runner. Agreed. Uh, I think the only thing that's up in the air, and I can't, I really hope I don't jinx it, is injury. Um, even if he does get injured, he could pull a Mike Trout and still win it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I want to talk about defense again. Is this Ravens team? You know, they were expected to be explosive offensively. I don't think anyone expected them to mm-hmm. back it up with mm-hmm. the defense that they have so far. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Mark Ingram has – we've talked about Mark Ingram really giving himself a second career yeah. Um, yeah. so far this season. Um, and I, I feel like it's just it's just Lamar Jackson, you know. Yeah, the receiving core is not that they good. They have Marquise Brown, who's, he's, he's, who's okay. Yeah, he's been out. He, he was out for like yeah, three weeks. Yeah, he's been out for a while. Um, you got Willie Sneed. I mean, they just don't He's, have a big name at the yeah. receiving core. It's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Mark Andrews is their leading receiver mm-hmm. as their tight end. Yep. And, I, um, yeah, since we're on the Ravens, uh, okay, so they're 10-2. <clears> and two. They're on top of the AFC North and the AFC. They're 3-1 and one in the AFC North with, with one of their two losses being to the Browns, which stinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in week four, however. Their only other loss was week three against the Chiefs. Since in then, Kansas they've won— City. In Kansas City, yeah. right. Since then, they've won eight straight. Lamar Jackson is leading the team in pass yards with over 2,500 and in rush yards with 977. That's yeah. nuts. To go back to your top five, they the Ravens beat the Seahawks, 49ers, and Texans. And Patriots. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying out of, yeah. that, out of that top, like that's it's absurd. Yeah. They're having an amazing year. Yeah, they've beaten the other four teams Yeah, in the top five. Yeah. Well, in my top five. Well, other than the Saints. You have the Saints in there. Sorry, yes. Yeah. You're right. Oh, and the Patriots. Patriots aren't in there, but no. they're still, yeah, they're still arguably in the top five. Yes. Um, even though they lost to the Texans. That's the reason I put the Texans up there is because they beat the Patriots this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, since we're, we're talking about the Ravens, um, I mentioned those Lamar Jackson stats. They play the Bills on Sunday. If they can get past the Bills with a win, go into Buffalo and come away with another win, go to eleven and two, they're gonna win out for the rest I, of the season. I can't believe the Bills. Like I think they're the real deal. I so, I really so, don't like, know. I really don't know. I, Philly went in there and beat them. They destroyed them. Mm-hmm. But then they go to Dallas and destroy Dallas. And the Eagles turn out to exactly. be not good. <laughs> exactly. At what, five and seven? Five and seven. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, th- I don't know. Their run th- defense th- is insane. That is true. Yeah. I think Josh Allen is the real deal. Yeah. I actually do. I believe that. I think he is. There was, I saw a stat that ESPN put up. It said this week against the Baltimore and the Buffalo, this is the highest. Like most rushing yards, a matchup between quarterbacks, like in a game, it was like yeah, fourteen hundred yeah, yeah. yards, mm-hmm. and like Lamar has like a thousand of those fourteen hundred. But I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I think I think Josh Allen is the real deal. Yeah. Um, but that'll be such a fun one to watch. Ravens at Buffalo. 
um, that'll certainly be good. Uh, the Bills are nine and three, second in the AFC East behind the Patriots, three and one in the division. They have a chance to overtake the Patriots if the I Patriots know. lose another one. They play them, I think, in Week 16. Um, something like that. That'd but be crazy. My question to y'all is: Can they make the playoffs? Because right now they're in the number five spot, which is the number one wild card. Who, who's six? It's Steelers. Steelers are six, seven, so. seven and five. I think so. I, th- I think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, because they need to lose. T- well, ooh. See, if they lose to the Ravens and the Patriots, that's two more losses. Right. So then it depends. Yeah, it depends on how the Steelers do. But I think their chances of making the playoffs are greater than them missing the playoffs. Okay. But I, your, your next question, can they win? I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't th- think so. I don't, I don't, think I don't either. No, because they're going to they're gonna have to go on the road to either Kansas City or who's the three seed? Or New f- England? No. New England, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd either be New England or Kansas City. And yeah. I just don't think they can get it done. No, I don't think so either. Um, yeah. Wow, that'll be a tough road if uh, if Buffalo. <laughs> I mean, and but good for them though. They exceeded everybody's expectations this year. Absolutely. I mean, since when was another team out of the AFC East? Good? Exactly. Really? It's yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, quickly back to the uh, the Ravens who finish out their season if they beat the Bills on Sunday. Uh, finish out their season with the Jets at home. Uh, at Cleveland for the Browns, and then at home against the Steelers, uh, who they took to overtime uh, earlier in the season. Baltimore came away with a W, but yeah, geez, I think if they if they beat the Bills, um, they're going to be fourteen and two at the end of the season, which is wow. cru- which, which which is crushing it, you know. Um, all right, uh, since we're diving into specific teams, I'll stay on that trend. And um, uh, Keith is struggling over there. I'm doing great. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the Cowboys. Okay. I hate the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, me too. Because they are 6-6 six and six and lead their division. <laughs> How uh, do they get away with that? It's because the rest of the division sucks. Yes. They are 4-0 in the division. They are 2-6 and six outside of the division. Mm-hmm. Their They're, wins... <laughs> their best... Oh. Yeah, no. Here are their wins. Here are their wins. Giants, Redskins, Dolphins, Eagles, Giants, and Lions. Exactly. None of them are above 500. And they're playing a first-place schedule. Yep. Because they, they, they were in first place last year. Yep. So it's just... They're not beating any good teams. Their best win is against the 5-7 and seven Eagles. And that's not exciting. No. And that was, that was in like the third or fourth week. Yeah, I'm so excited for them to play again. I really want Philly to win. It's yeah, it's in Philly. Yeah, week sixteen. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I want the Eagles to come out of that division. Actually, no, that's not true. Hold on, I take it back. Wait, here's what I want to happen. <laughs> okay, here I, I just I, I had to think about it yeah. in my head. Here's what I want to happen. I want Philly to win the division, and the Cowboys to earn a wild card spot. And then get walloped in oh, the first round. Oh, that would be fun. Um, there's no, that, there's no way that would happen though. Yeah, it's hard to see because both both wild cards in the NFC are nine and three, I think. Because you have Minnesota. Are they are they Bay. eight and four? No, Green Bay leaves the division. Green Bay so. is in the division. Who's the other one? Oh, Forty Niners. Was yeah, Forty Niners. Now that the Seahawks yeah. are up top, yeah, you're wow, right. Can't believe the Forty Niners are five That's seed now. So they tough. were the one seed last week and moved all the way down to five. Yeah, so the only way that a second team was coming out of the NFC East is to win. <laughs> I mean, there's no way no. any other no, team. I, th- is I think out. it's mathematically impossible at this point. That being said, now I want the Cowboys uh, to win the division and then get killed by a wild card team. Now that I say that, there we go. Yeah, yeah. I have like Seattle come in or the 49ers come in and just destroy them. Yes, yes, that's exactly what I want. Um, all right, there's been a lot of stirrings around uh, Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett. Uh, Jerry Jones has said that head coach of the Cowboys, Jason Garrett, is safe for the remainder of the season. Do you believe it? Uh, as an Eagles fan, I hope they both stay there for the rest of time <laughs> because they're so corrupt. They're, they're, yep. they're, just, they're just awful. Yep. Um, the, but, the word I would use is um, equivalent to that I used of Cleveland Browns fans. Uh, delusional. Yeah. <laughs> which is uh, quite literally means... Fictional beliefs. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I totally agree. They're 
they're harming themselves by having both of those guys there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I think Jason Garrett Jason Garrett will be gone, but it's after this season. I don't think they'll do that in the middle, of, like because they still have playoff hopes. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't want to change their coach and possibly get into the playoffs and then be like mm-hmm. this guy. We don't know this guy. We don't know right. what he's doing. Right, Keith. Do you think Jason Garrett <laughs> will uh, stay out the rest of the season? <clears throat> I think he's going to. Okay. Just because I don't think Jerry Jones is going to go back in his word. But after we saw like Ron Rivera get fired, was that yesterday? Yep. So, I mean, now I, anything can happen, I feel like. I was very surprised by that I didn't. That kind of caught too. me off guard. Yeah. yeah. thought I they were going to let that go. They were playing well, and then they really took a turn, and I think that's what made them think about it. Um, I think, so they, they play uh, Thursday night, the Cowboys do, at Chicago. If the Cowboys don't win, I think Jason Garrett's out before the end of the season. Really? Really. Chicago is another team that's been big let down this year. Totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I ugh. you messed up saying his name, but I think Jason Carrot is a perfect name for him. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'd be perfect. Yeah. I think Jason Carrot. Jason Carrot. Um, if they lose Thursday night against the Bears, I think he's out. Like that, like soon or like Like that just, night. Yeah. That night. So he could be gone by, well, it's Wednesday today. So by the time this is out, <laughs> uh, in about 12 hours from now, he could be gone. That would be cool. Wow. If I get that right. Last time I predicted something yeah. on the show, it happened exactly. The Clippers winning by Clippers three. Clippers by three over the Boston Celtics. I, yeah. I am very happy about that one. I'm going to make another one because I'm going to a college basketball game, but we'll we'll get to that. Um, okay, so we, we've, we've talked about Jason Garrett being on a hot seat um, for coaches. And there are also a couple other names uh, that are certainly – you know, trying to keep their job through the remainder of the season. Um, one of those being Dan Quinn of the Falcons. You know, uh, he's 39 and 37 over his five years. He's had a good roster every year. I, I don't understand how. He lost a 28 to 3 lead in the Super Bowl. Oh. That's. So you have the Eagles, Falcons, and Bears, who all playoff teams last year. Mm-hmm. Just crap in the bed right now. But I think Dan, Dan Quinn, I think, is the biggest at fault out of all three of these coaches. Yeah, I just don't get how you can be a Super Bowl team two years ago, and then two years later, what are they like, three and three and nine or something? Three and nine with almost the same roster, with one of the best quarterbacks, yeah, debatably ever. With yeah, and then Julio Jones, who could go down as one of the best receivers ever. Yep, I mean, and they had a good defense. They did have a good defense. They had a good. That's what they were known for. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, Do you think he deserves to be out after this year? Um, personally, I do. Yeah. Uh, because I think he's had a good enough roster to make things happen over the last five years. He's gotten to one Super Bowl, sure, but to not be able to maintain it at all and not even really be a competitive team for the next two years, what are you doing? Makes no sense. I, I think they've got to, got to get a new guy. Um, another coach uh, on the hot seat, I think, is for Jacksonville, uh, Doug Marone. Uh, he's 20 and 26 over the past four seasons. And what bugs me is that he's had a good defense. Miles mm-hmm. Jack, Jalen Ramsey while he was there, uh, Calais Campbell. You know, they, they have great pieces. And uh, even um, A.J. Brown. Bouye, oh, the other sorry. corner, I think is his name. I think that's how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, A.J. Bouye. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they had a great defense. Like, if you look back two, three years, mm-hmm. that's – in fantasy, that's what they everyone exactly, is drafting yeah. is the number one defense. Um, and to not really be able to win games with that. Like, sure, team. you had, what was his name? Uh, the Blake Bortles. Yeah. Sure, you had Blake Bortles for a couple of years, but you also had Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's still producing. Yes. It's just no one else on the offenses. And even getting Nick Foles did not help. No. Now they're back to Gardner Minshew. I love it. I, I just, love they, it. They paid full so much. So much. Way too much. Yeah. Uh, they should have stuck with Gardner. He's just a fan favorite. I hope he comes up and just lights, lights it, it up. <laughs> yeah. No. I hope he does. Uh, they're 4-8 and eight right now. Uh, but I really hope the Jaguars turn it around. I don't think Doug Marone is going to stay. I think he's out. Um, any disagreements? No. no. Good. Awesome. Good. Uh, Giants coach Pat Shermer is in his second season. He's seven and twenty-one. 
Now, in my opinion, I think he stays because they've had nothing. He has nothing to work with. <laughs> Saquon Barkley is doing everything he can. Yeah. You've had Eli Manning, now Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is still a rookie. Back to Eli Manning. Back to Eli Manning because Jan- yeah. Jones got hurt at oh, the Packers last I'm week. I'm so excited. The Eagles play them Monday night. Oh, I can't wait to see uh, Eli back in action. I really wanted to see Daniel Jones on Monday <laughs> night. That's okay. Um, but... I mean, you you can't really blame Pat Shermer for not good for not getting a yeah, bad I th- team. I think better. It, I don't think it's fair to fire a coach within three seasons because like they need their draft picks to develop. Mm-hmm. So like you can't you can't draft you can't fire a guy after two seasons because he's had what ten draft picks. Yep, and like they haven't developed yet. I don't know. I just think he needs more time. I absolutely agree. But um, I think I think next season will be a deciding season. Next two sure. seasons for sure. Um. So yeah, I I think the Giants. I don't know. I think they can make the playoffs in the next three years. I don't know if Pat Shermer's the guy to get them there, but I think with the talent, I think they're getting better on defense. They're adding more pieces. Uh, I think they get there. So I, I, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, terrible division, first off. So that's a good start place. Yeah. Well, the, th- the thing is, like, a few years ago, it was one of the best divisions. Yeah. And now it's told- it's definitely the worst division, easily. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I think the Cowboys are going down the drain. Eagles are going to kind of keep fighting they're going to be you know eight and eight nine and seven you know they're kind of going to be around there for the next couple years i think the cowboys have the best chance to really take over this division with daniel jones i'm going to keep uh, the cowboys jones no the the, giants yeah but you said you said Ah, darn it i think the giants have the best chance to overtake this division i really hope they do uh the other coach i think is on the hot seat is freddie kitchens uh first year head coach with the browns he's five and seven so far jeez i just hate him so i as I just said with Doug Moreau or uh, Pat Shermer, I don't think you can fire a coach within the first three seasons. I think that might happen with Freddie Kitchens. I think that's the one exception. <laughs> that um, is the one exception to the rule because he's just been utterly awful. And Odell wants out. Oh, really? Really? There's a rumor that came out today saying Odell wants out of Cleveland. He's had he's having career lows. In yeah, yards, he hasn't had a hundred like yard receiving uh, in like game eight games, in seven games, yeah, or eight yeah, games. That's the yeah. longest of his career. Whew. I just hate how like. He wanted to go there so badly, and then he has one bad season. He's like, all right, I'm out. Like, I, I give up on this team. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Odell. Sorry. He's all about chasing the bag. He doesn't really care about loyalty. He got a like, bag, though. He did. He got a bag. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, what stands out to me about Freddie Kitchens is his inability to discipline his team or his players. Yeah. We, we talked about that earlier. Yeah. We had a long conversation yeah, about I think that. it was after the first week yeah. when they played the Steelers, and I was so fired up about how poorly the Browns held their tempers. And that is all because players players go off of their head coach's mentality. Mentality. Like ways. Oh, what's what's the word? What's the word I want? Facade. Like, no. <laughs> Facade. It's not even close. <laughs> temperament. Thank you. Temperament. Okay. Players reflect their coach's temperament. <laughs> and uh Freddie Kitchens is just not not the guy for how many egos the Browns have. I He's, think Freddie Kitchens is too much of an ego to go along with Baker Mayfield, Odell, Jarvis Landry, all these guys, Miles Garrett. He's a head coach wearing a shirt that says Pittsburgh started it yeah. to their next matchup. Yeah. You're supposed to be like a role model and leader, yeah. and here you are getting involved with the beef and acting like a child. Yeah. As a head coach of a, a professional football team. Yep. I am not a fan. No. Bye-bye. Um, all right, the other team I want to talk about, of course, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, we have a little bit already. They're 10-2 and two, leading the NFC West with the tiebreaker over the uh, San Francisco 49ers. They're 4-0 and in the division. This is the funny part. They're plus 36 in scoring differential. The only other team that's in playoff contention with one lower is the Packers. Who are nine and three was plus thirty four differential. Wow, I think that's hilarious. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've said it, all, all that I really want to say about the Seahawks. I think um, they're a team that can really make a run uh, late in the playoffs. So, excited for that. All right, <clears throat> it's time to play bigger surprise. It's our new li- new little segment I'm introducing. Uh, just run down a couple uh, teams who I think maybe yeah, okay. Let me rephrase this. I'll give a couple matchups. TJ and Keith say who they think is the bigger surprise. All right, TJ. 
Do you think the Raiders being six and six is more surprising than the Dolphins being three and nine? Uh, no, I think the Dolphins being three and nine is more surprising. Why? Because I, I, I think the Raiders are exactly where they are, like where they should be before the okay. season. Um, they were actually in playoff contention for a few weeks, mm-hmm. and then I think they lost their last two. They got blown out against the Jets, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of like I think sealed the deal for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Dolphins. They, they've been on the come-up, obviously beating the Eagles last week, which is very tough to see. Um, but I, I don't know. I think with what they have, I think the 3-9 and nine is pretty good for them. All right. Keith? I got to go with the Dolphins just because they lose their first game of the year like 41 nothing to, to the, the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was like a bet after like week four. What's more likely to happen? The Patriots go 16-0 and or the Dolphins go in 16? Yeah. Obviously, both those are not true anymore <laughs> right. but just i don't really have any faith in the raiders until they show me otherwise that they're actually a good team and they can play against the big boys just the fact that the dolphins already have three wins i respect that mm-hmm. i'm i'm more surprised by the raiders being six and six i thought they were going to be a lot worse um i do think Derek carr is a good quarterback but i think their defense is just so bad uh i did not expect them to win six games uh that being said on the dolphins side I'm not surprised that they've won three games because Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> always has a couple weeks where he gives you the magic. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, he's shown that, you know. Um, so, big fan of the Dolphins and Ryan Fitzpatrick. But I- I'm more surprised that the Raiders have won six games and are at 500 through the first 12 weeks. Here's another note. We've talked about scoring differential. The Raiders at 6-6 six and six have a differential of minus 87. Wow. So, either they're winning by two or they're losing by 30. <laughs> so, wow. There you go, Oakland. <laughs> the Dolphins have a minus 117-point differential. Yeah, that's... Uh, and in just three games. <laughs> How about the Bengals? Do you see the Bengals? Uh, let me see. That's got to be through the roof. Sorry, through the floor. <laughs> it's loading. ESPN's taking a while. Oh, yeah, because you had to look it up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bengals, Bengals, Bengals. Minus one nineteen. That's oh. actually not that bad. So, so I'm sorry. The Dolphins for the whole year are in minus one seventy seven. Oh my god! It was one seventeen <laughs> in three weeks. Like, oh, like, wow. through three weeks it was <laughs> minus one seventeen. That one That's page absurd. of game right there, oh The Raven. The Ravens are a plus one eighty seven. Oh jeez, that wow. is crazy. Are the Patriots like close to zero? Just out of curiosity, they're plus one seventy seven. Wow. What do you mean zero? I don't know. They haven't, like, the last couple of weeks, they haven't been putting out many points at all. Yeah, but they've still blown out a lot of teams in the first half. Yeah, the first couple of games. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, okay. What's more surprising, Alabama at 10 and 2 or Utah at 11 and 1? I'm going to go with Alabama 10 and 2, which okay. is more surprising to me. Um, Utah, Pac 12, Oregon. Ouch. That's about it. You're just saying the Pac-12 is not good. <laughs> I'm just, I like, I feel like it's, it's more surprising for Alabama to have two losses, even though it's the SEC, than Utah to be a one-loss team in the Pac-12. Okay. And I, just, I think this is the demise of Alabama. Okay. I really think so. Um, I was very surprised, and the Auburn game was huge. That was the most points Nick Saban's ever given up. Yep. Um, so I think I think that was a true, like their true colors are being shown. Okay. Even though they don't have Tua. All right, Keith. I gotta go Utah eleven and one, just because Alabama being ten and two now that like Tua got hurt and like I don't know the morale seems kind of low. It's not really surprising that they're now kind of slipping. Mm-hmm. But Utah eleven and one. I heard no hype about Utah football coming into this college football yeah, season. Point. So the fact that they're eleven to eleven and one has been not only surprising but extremely impressive. And they have a yeah. chance to make the college football playoff. Yeah. Yes, they so do. I have all like you gotta respect them and. It's pretty crazy what they've been doing. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about the college football playoff in just oh, a second. Oh, going to be exciting. Uh, in my opinion, I think it's uh, more surprising that Alabama's 10-2. and two. I thought if Tua was healthy, their receivers are nuts. They oh, don't yeah. give up points. Um, I didn't expect Auburn to be this good, but um, that loss to Auburn was very surprising to me. Um well, obviously, Tua wasn't there, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think Alabama losing two games, I thought they were much more of a powerhouse still. Um, Utah being a Pac-12 fan, uh, I've seen them 
play over the past couple of years with Huntley uh, at the quarterback position. He's been amazing all year long in the past couple of years. Um, so I kind of saw Utah coming, but um, they are really proving it. Um, but, yeah, Alabama is, is a bigger surprise to me. Final biggest surprise, the Heat at 15-5 and five and in the second spot in the East, or the Warriors at 4-18 and 18, last in the West and the NBA. I had to go Heat is more surprising for me. Um, obviously, Jimmy Butler was a sign-and-trade. Is that, is that the right yep. term? Yeah, yep. sign-and-trade. Uh, but other than that, like, I mean – I didn't think they were going to be all. I think they were going to fight for bottom two seeds, seven or eight. But then Tyler Hero's going off. Yep. Like I was, I was surprised, and it seems like it's a new Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Um. I think he's having more fun. It is. I mean, as a Sixers fan, it was hard to see him go, but I'm not. I don't have any beef with him. I'm, I'm glad he's happy down th- there, and he's. I think he's finally like able to be a leader on a team, mm-hmm. and I think that his morale and the way he carries himself is going through the rest of the team, and they all have that same mentality. Uh, so good for them. Yeah, I think you saying that on the Timberwolves, he was there because he had to be. Mm-hmm. On the 76ers, he was there to he win. He was there to get a ring. He was there to win. And then yeah. uh, on the Heat, he's there to have fun. Yeah. And that's finally a team he wants to be on. So, Keith? I think they're both pretty big surprises, but I have to go with the Heat just because coming into the season, I knew they had Tyler Hero... Jimmy Butler and, you know, some other guys that can play some big roles. Some other guys. I don't yeah. even know that many other guys, but they're producing. Kendrick Nunn. Hassan. <laughs> the rookie. The fact that Tyler Hero is playing the way he is, I think Miami got a steal. Because oh everyone's kind of yeah. like, wait, why would you draft him? Like, what, was it 14? 14, yeah. It's like, wow, you should have waited a little bit longer. But he's proving that he is a 14th round pick or even should have been higher. Round? 14th 14th. Round overall MLB. <laughs> he's he's good and i think they definitely got a steal for him so but the warriors being 4 and 18 is just just gotta suck to be a warriors fan yeah i've got to go with the warriors uh four and 18 when at the beginning <laughs> of the season you still have steph d'angelo russell draymond green clay well not clay but well clay was yeah, go- going yeah. to be out for a while but i mean you still have an mvp you still have D'Angelo Russell, who's supposed to be incredible. And he still is incredible. He's had a lot of good games for him. But that's that's got to be the quickest. in the NBA. That's got to be the quickest turnaround. Ever. Of being so good. Ever. And domi- they, were, they had the most wins in an NBA season like two, three years ago. Yes. And now Without they have Kevin Durant. the worst record. Oh. Yeah, I, wow. that, that's the biggest surprise oh. to me. Maybe in... In sports right now, um, is the Warriors? They're irrelevant. They no really one, are. Yeah. I mean, you see them on the schedule, you go, "Oh, that's a win." Yeah. You saw them on the schedule two, three years ago. You're like, "Okay, loss." Yeah, exactly. You didn't even have to play the game. Yeah. No, it's 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 nuts. Um. So they are, <laughs> they have won half the games that they lost that one year that they had seventy three wins. So, ouch. Um. All right, college football playoff. I promised we would talk about it. Um, so college football playoff ranking came out the other day. Uh, they had Ohio state number one, LSU two, Clemson three, Georgia four, Utah five, Oklahoma and Baylor at six and seven. The interesting thing is that in the AP poll, they had LSU at number one and Ohio state at number two. So which team is number one? Uh, personally, I've always liked LSU. Uh, growing up, I, I always thought like that was my dream school. I always wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. I just, I think they deserve to be number one. I think they've had more convincing wins, um, even though Mich- Ohio State blew out Michigan. I, I just think the SEC is more tough of a division or conference to be in than the Big Ten, even though they Ohio State did beat Michigan, Penn State. They didn't play Minnesota, did they? Did they play Minnesota? LSU? No. Ohio, Ohio State. State? No. 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 But yeah, I just, I think LSU deserves to be the top spot. Okay. Keith? I don't think you can go wrong with either one. Mm-hmm. I think both teams have played the way they deserve to be the number one spot. Um, Ohio State has had some big wins, and, of course, LSU had that huge win over Alabama. So, honestly, whichever one is number one, I think they deserve it. I really can't be Yeah, yeah there's an argument one. for both teams. Exactly. It is, I think it comes down to, like, three through six or whatever. I think those can be moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have to go LSU. Uh, I think it's it's harder to win in the SEC than in the Big Ten. Obviously, Ohio State has done it maybe more convincingly in the Big, Big Ten than anyone expected. 
But um, I've got to go LSU uh, largely for uh, because I do not like Ohio State. <laughs> also, at uh, uh, you can't root against Ed Orgeron. You can, you cannot. <laughs> he is my favorite coach of all time. I love him. Uh, no, he's he's the absolute best. I won't do my impression today because I do every other time. <laughs> but uh, um, I've got to go LSU, and I think um, I think if they so they play Georgia in the SEC title game um, on Saturday, if LSU wins, they're the number one. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you have too good of a track record not to put them at number one. They would have beaten, like, three top 15 teams. Top five. Top five, sorry. Yeah. It's nuts. And, and Ohio State plays Wisconsin, what, who they already beat 38-7. What number? Yeah, rank. I think they're in the teens. Teens. They're, like, 12 or something. No, that's not No, teens, Alabama's 12. They're in the tweens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I I don't know. Um, I, 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 I think LSU, especially if they beat... Um, Georgia is going to be the number one in the college football playoff. Um, that being said, uh, Ohio State plays Wisconsin in the Big Ten title. That's also on Saturday. Clemson at the number three plays Virginia ACC's a joke. in the ACC title. You're right. It's a joke. But I don't know how they can fix it. Like, There's nothing they can do. Not really. Not really. No one wants to go to these ACC schools. Hey, For basketball, not for okay. football. Yeah, well, yeah. Boston College is represent. Boston College stinks. Yeah, I know. Sorry. If you're a top recruit, <laughs> you want to you want to go to the SEC or Big Ten. Yeah, you do. Or Pac-12. Yeah, well, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Honestly, probably Pac-12 more than ACC. Yeah. ACC. Yeah. Has, ACC I, yeah. has one ranked team. I don't even think yeah, Virginia's ranked. True. No, they are now. They're 24. Oh, they're 24. Oh, they're 24. Yeah, after the sorry. huge win against Virginia yeah. Tech. <laughs> Speaking of that, which, was a great game though. That was uh, Virginia's first win over Virginia Tech in the last 15 years. Wow. In their rival game on a rivalry. It was hype, too. It was so exciting. Um, Yeah, so uh, the biggest play of the game was uh, UVA going for the uh, fake field goal Mm -hmm. and converting. That was awesome. So, yeah, but uh, that's a walkthrough for Clemson. Uh, Number four, Georgia. Um, They play LSU. On the other side of the CAA title game, do you think CAA? Did I say CAA? You did. Oh my gosh! What is with me? <laughs> SEC. <laughs> I didn't do a double take. CAA title game in the FBS would be nuts. No SEC title game. Sorry. If they lose to LSU, are they out? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because what they'll have? They'll have two losses. I think if Georgia loses. And Utah loses, then the winner of Oklahoma and Baylor will be in. I agree. I think if Georgia loses and Utah wins, Utah's in. I have an asterisk around that one. I think if Oklahoma or Baylor blows out one another, they will jump Utah. So it matters about differential? Yes. I I think if Alabama, or sorry, if Oklahoma destroys Baylor and Utah still wins, they will hop Utah and be that fourth spot if Georgia lost. It'll be interesting to see differential between Utah and Oregon, though. Yeah. So I Utah just, plays Oregon in the Pac-12. I title. think it's going to be hard for the committee to put Utah in there just because they're in the Pac-12. Yeah, that's what I don't like. Yeah, Dude, I, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm mm-hmm. saying I think there's never. I don't think there's ever been a Pac-12 team in the playoff. Well, UW. And, okay. Um, the first okay. year. Yeah. The first year. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be hard. <sighs> I think Utah will get killed. Yes, if, if I they're agree, in it. Cuz they'll play Ohio State or LSU. They will get killed if they're in it, yeah. but I would love them to be in. I it. would love them to be to the number 4 and it's be like the Florida <laughs> Gulf Coast team in March Madness. Yeah. Somehow never be good but then always make it to like the Sweet 16 or something. Yep. I'd love for that to happen. I would love it too. Um But yeah, uh it's interesting you say blowout between Oklahoma and Baylor because last time they played a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. Baylor was up 28 to 3 in the first half. And then, and then got happened. shut out in the second half and lost thirty-one, or it was thirty-four to thirty-one. Crazy. So, I don't know. I I kind of want to see Jalen Hurts in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. I want to see if he can get a run at one of the at, at the one seed. I think he's definitely capable. Yeah. Because what's what's Oklahoma six? Yeah, they're six. Six. Yeah. Baylor's seven. Baylor's seven. Yeah. Um. Okay. So okay, I said I want a Pac-12 team in. But at the same time, I don't mm-hmm, you because want the games to be I better. do not want them to get killed, <laughs> and then everyone be so bad on the Pac-12. Oh, that's a good. Everyone's point. gonna be like, "Oh, you know, Pac-12, that's why they the can't Pac-12 compete." Stinks, yeah. 
You know, I'd rather I'd point. rather just stay away until yeah. we really have a competitive team. Oh gosh. I thought this could be the year that Oregon hangs with someone and then they lost to Auburn early on and I mean it's Auburn's a whole not thing. a bad team. All chances. What's what's Oregon? Door. Oregon's fifteen or something 15, like that. Yeah. Fourteen. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, there's there are a lot of scenarios. Right. There are a lot of scenarios where um but yeah, I really hope LSU beats Georgia because I do not want two SEC teams in it again. That would be really cool to have a Big Ten, SEC, Ooh. ACC, and Big Twelve. Question. Yeah. If Georgia wins, you still have LSU win. Yes. Yeah, I do. What seed? Four. Four. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think you would have to put LSU at four. I think, oh I think my gosh! Then the semis would be Ohio, Ohio State, State and LSU. LSU. The winner. Whoever wins that yeah, wins. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Oh, that's really oh okay. Here's the oh, oh, oh <laughs> wow. This really got me. Okay. Um because if oh man, I hadn't thought about that. If LSU loses, then Georgia would probably be the three. Ooh. Oh man. But, but would you have to move them to two? Put Georgia to two and then Oh Clemson. What if? What if Virginia? No, th- oh no no no! This is what's going to happen. If Georgia wins, uh, uh, Georgia will go to three. Clemson. Georgia will go to. Mm. What if you? I'm split? trying to think of a way so LSU. Wait, no, that's. Put LSU at the three. And then LSU would play Georgia again. Oh. And then Clemson's at four because I don't think, I don't think the committee would put LSU under Clemson at this point. What do you mean under? Like below, bo- below them. Okay. I don't think they would. I don't think. I think Clemson would be the four if Georgia wins, and LSU is the three. Georgia's the two. <laughs> so then t- LSU and Georgia that's play a each total other again. Screw you to Clemson. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, they they I agree. They haven't played like any because they don't. They, they don't, don't play any ranked it. teams. Their schedule's a cakewalk. Number one is playing number four in the SEC title game. Mm-hmm. Clemson's playing Virginia. Twenty-four. Who's nine and three? Mm-hmm. What? And the ACC to lose by like at least. Three the over under yes. is twenty eight and a half, oh. or that's the line. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be towards that line. It's just unfair. Yeah. Um, I don't think. Uh, yeah. Um, we'll just have to wait and watch. Oh, it's gonna be so exciting. Be... <sighs> I'm so looking forward to Saturday. But I I think the committee's gonna do everything they can to make the uh, their a potential matchup between Ohio State and LSU. In the semis? In, no, in the finals. I don't think they would put them in the semis. Because yeah. I think everyone wants that to be the final. Because they know those are the two top teams in the country. Oh yeah, I even if LSU loses, I, I still think they're the number two team in the country. They won't. I, I they agree, won't be but I don't two. think the committee would put them there. No, they would. They wouldn't yeah. be two. I'm yeah. just saying. I think they're number two talent wise. I completely agree with you. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, yeah. Anyway, I okay. So the Big Ten title game. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, goes to Wisconsin after they knocked off the thundering rowboat of Wisconsin. That's my. Uh, you mean that's w- my Wisconsin knocked mascot. off Wisconsin? Do I keep? Why do I keep doing this? <laughs> You're really bad. Why I am really bad at radio host. <laughs> oh my gosh, Keith, it just be me and you from now on. Um, yeah, honestly, you guys just take it. <laughs> I didn't even make the schedule. Give me a <laughs> Okay, the thundering rowboat of Minnesota mm-hmm. row the boat. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, that's my fictional mascot of Minnesota, not Wisconsin. Uh, so they took them off in the snow in Minnesota, 38-17. to 17. Uh, Go Badgers. I think the Minnesota Gophers had the best chance to make the college football playoff with a win over the Badgers. And I think they were the only other team in the Big Ten that could have beaten the Ohio State. Wisconsin already lost to the Buckeyes, 38-7. to 7. Put some respect on Penn State's name. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't they already didn't play they, O-State, though? They, they only lost by 11. It was a close game. Didn't they get... I would rather see... And it was in Ohio, Ohio State. Sta- I would rather see Ohio State play a team they hadn't played yet. That's, that's why. That's fair. That's, that's why. Fair. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm excited to see LSU and Georgia. Mm-hmm. They haven't played each other yet. So, I like when that happens. Um, when they're on opposite sides and they see each other. Okay. Michigan football stinks out loud. They lost 56 to 27 against Ohio State in Michigan. Does Jim Harbaugh need to go? Yes. Well, okay, he can coach the entire season until they play Ohio State. <laughs> 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 what is he 0 and 4? 0 and 5? 0 and 5. I think he's been there 5 years now. 0 and 5 against Ohio State. You're Michigan football. 
Put a team yeah. together. I think I, I you have think... Shea Patterson. He stinks. <laughs> he stinks. What happened to their starter? Shea Patterson is their starter. He's their starter. Yes. Oh, I thought he was the backup. Y- yeah. Because he doesn't play like he. A starter. He is a backup. Okay, he is a backup, but he's their starter. The Wolverines under Jim Harbaugh, one in ten versus top ten teams, and one in seven on the road versus ranked teams. Not even top ten, ranked. So basically, if they're on the road against a good team, the other team's a lock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Essentially. Sounds like He's got to go. He's got to go. He is so, so bad. I just think they're doing well because it's Michigan and people want to play them. Play play there. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think it's him doing anything. I think it's just players wanting to go to Michigan. That's that's the only reason they get players is because it's Michigan. And Not because the, of Harbaugh. Their jerseys are sponsored by Jordan. Get. Yeah, they yeah. get like twenty plus pair of shoes. It's Their sick. locker room is amazing. It's the like amenities that come with Michigan. Mm-hmm. They go for the draw school. so many people. Yeah. They go for the school and the football program. Yeah. They not, literally not don't go for the coach. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, but that's the other thing. Like students go to Michigan for the football, mm-hmm. and they stink. Yeah. <sighs> it's really annoying. I feel bad for my friends that go to Michigan. Yeah. Same. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Oh jeez. Um. Wouldn't it be cool to go to a school with a good football team that like people go to see? That's why I always wanted to go what to LSU. What do you LSU. mean? We made the FCS playoffs last year, bro. <laughs> this year, didn't we just think out loud? He said last year. Oh, I yeah. know, but this uh, year, uh, we, yeah, this year we. Yeah. I thought we were like supposed to be like not bad. Hey, we, no, we beat Towson last game of the year, knocked him out of the playoff. Yeah, that, yeah, I guess that worked. Yeah, I guess that's a that's a bright spot. Mm-hmm. But uh, oof. yeah, no, we 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 stunk this year. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, bounce back here next year. FCS. Don't worry, we have basketball. Oh wait. <laughs> Yeah. Did we get our first D1 win? We did against Kennesaw State, who was still <laughs> I, winless on the year. Hey oh. <laughs> they are the uh, they were at the time mm-hmm. and are now after our game uh after the game against us, the 350th ranked offense in D1 college basketball. Out of out of 350. Exactly. There we go. So dead last in <laughs> offensive rankings was Kennesaw State. We were, lo- were we losing at halftime? We were losing at halftime. And the second time. half, we went <laughs> off. Yes, there, we, our, we went on a 26-2 to two run. Our coach must have gone berserk in the locker room yeah. for that to happen. It did was it, awesome. Didn't we, how many points did we score in the second half? Because the final was like 70. Didn't we score like 25 points in the first half? Uh, I I think it was yeah twenty five twenty six. So, we, so we they put scored up like forty some points in the yeah. second half. It was impressive. Yeah, it was impressive. Oh, I was very proud. Um, yeah, I think that was uh, not quite as good as as a, of a first half as it was <laughs> at Chapel Hill when we were winning. Yeah, <laughs> but, the fact um, that we were beating Michigan at, at some UNC. point. No, we beat Mich- we were beating Michigan oh. at some oh, point. Yeah, it was right. four to two. Right. No, eleven to seven. <laughs> eleven to seven. True. True. Because yeah, yeah, I was watching that. Yeah. And then the UNC game was pretty close. And then we lose at halftime to an 0-8 team with the worst offense in the country. In the first half. Do you think we just played like their level? Yeah, I think that happens a lot. Yeah, um, I think that happens which, a lot in all sports. Which really scares me moving forward. Because uh, there are a lot of teams in the CAA who aren't that good. But I, I'm, I'm really worried that Elon is just going to play down and get intimidated. But I don't know. I believe in Coach Froggy. I think he's a phenomenal coach. Glad to have him here. Uh, more college basketball. Um, in the month of November, three number one teams lost, which is no more than one has ever lost in the month of November in history prior to this year. Michigan State in the first game of the year played on play, took on number two Kentucky. So that's the only respectable That's understandable because yeah. Kentucky is very impressive. Yeah. But then Kentucky, after being the number one and taking off Michigan State, went on to lose against Evansville. So they got knocked out of the number one spot. Number one spot gets taken over by Duke. Who loses to Stephen <laughs> F. Austin? Another unranked team. So two unranked teams take off number one. It's amazing. Yeah. I love the Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin. I, I love college basketball just for this reason. It's the best. It's there's, the absolute best. Yeah, there's so much disparity between the teams, but at the same time, like you never know what's going to happen. Yep. And March Madness, oh, best time of the year. Best time of the I year, baby. Um, yeah, so Michigan was the... Main headline for college basketball. This made me so angry. How they were unranked and then vaulted all the way up to number four in the AP poll, number two in the power rankings, immediately took on the new number one in Louisville. Did you watch the game? Uh, I I was unable they to. They had 18 points at half. Yes, it was, it was 58 to 43 in favor of Louisville. 
Um, and that's part of the ACC and Big Ten challenge. They, they had four points 12 minutes into the game. Yes. It was it was awful. I watched it. Yeah. Yes. They did not play well. And I just think that sh- like shows, like, I wouldn't say the rankings don't matter right now, but, like, in college basketball, like, it's so early on in the season. College basketball is way too over the place. Yeah. I think they should start doing a top 25 halfway through the season. I agree. I honestly agree. Because the rankings right now, they're, just, they're not going to be nowhere near the same as when the year is over. That I mean, that's the complete opposite of college football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in college yeah. football, you have the blue bloods, and yeah. in college basketball now, at least in yeah. the last couple of years, you have the blue bloods, but they're turning red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good one. I like yeah, that thank, one. You. thank you. But yeah, in, in college football, you lose one game, your season's over. Yep. Where in college basketball, you can still have five losses, and be a top five team. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have five losses at the end of the year, you're a really good team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think Louisville is understandably a number one. Uh, I think they are. I think Jordan Wara is one of the most versatile offensive players in the league. Uh, I think he's incredible. Um, but this ACC and Big Ten challenge that's going on is the most exciting thing ever. It's so much yeah. fun. Duke played Michigan State the other night. Duke won eighty-seven to seventy-five. We mentioned the Michigan Louisville game. Indiana upset Florida State, who was number seventeen, eighty to sixty-four. The Hoosiers are 8-0, and and then tonight, Wednesday night, Ohio State takes on North Carolina, That's the game I will be game. going to. <laughs> number six, Ohio State. Number seven, North Carolina. Ooh, baby. <laughs> I am so pumped. I'm going to be borrowing a Chapel, here sh- Chap- <laughs> Chapel Hill shirt. Um, BJ was trying to get me to wear his Ohio State jersey. Oof. I said, not in a million oh, years. No. Um, that will never, you ever, should have said yes and then just burned it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, yeah. That's what I would have done. This is what Cleveland people do when they leave anyway. So. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm going to make my prediction. Wait, hold on. You have to tell me the line first. You have to pull up the line for me. So I always go off of the line. So also, just a quick question. Yeah. When you said Indiana is now 8-0, are they ranked? They will be. Okay. I mean, they rankings come don't come Tuesday. back out until, is it Tuesday or Monday? Monday, maybe. Yeah, Monday. Think, yeah, because football is Tuesday. Sorry. Yeah. Um, they don't come back out until Monday. If they if they win again in their other game this week, they're definitely going to be ranked. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they lose, four, they like still Michigan. might be outside, but close. All right, you ready? I'm ready. It's at 9.30. It's kind of late. Yes, it is. Time. North Carolina is favored by three and a half points. Three and a half points. With an Ooh, over-under man. of 140. 140. North Carolina at home. I'm going to be there. That's going to be a big factor. You know the oh. rule. If you always go to a, a sporting event, you have to hammer the home team. That's a rule. That's a rule? That's, you have to do that. Yeah. Oh, jeez. But it up. three and a half. I did not make that <laughs> up. Three and a half. Um, I'm going to say Ohio State wins the first half. Okay. Going to go ahead and say that. So they're at plus 1.5? In the first half? In the first half. I'm going to take them money line in the first half, Ohio State. Plus 120? Okay. Okay. And then uh, I'm going to go, uh, yeah, UNC minus three and a half. I'm going to take that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, they win by six. North Carolina wins by six over Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, they get some free throws at the end. Yep, that's what cool I think. Way. That's what I think. Cool uh, Ohio State is going to be like down three. They got a foul. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina makes the first of the one and one, misses the second. Ohio State comes back, misses another shot, foul, make two free throws, end of the game. That's how it's going to go. That's how it's going to go. I mean, that's a little in-depth, but let's just stick to Ohio State first half, North Carolina win by six. That's how it's going to go. All right, a little more basketball to end uh, our podcast today. Let's talk a little NBA. The Bucks are 18-3 and three atop the East after a 12-game win streak. They have a game on Wednesday night, so that may be 13 by the time you are listening to this. Um, I think Giannis is hitting his stride uh, and maybe the longest strides in NBA right now because <laughs> uh, those long long legs go on forever. But I think the Bucks are clicking. He's, um, he's having better numbers than, than his MVP season last year. Yep, I think Giannis uh, is... Doing everything he needs to do to make this this Bucks team the number one team in the East. Uh, yeah. The Lopez brothers are obviously the best part of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Middleton is still playing well. Pat Connaughton getting minutes. Dante Divincenzo, Eric Bledsoe, George Hill. My gosh, I love this team. <laughs> um, Kyle Korver. Yes, Kyle Korver. Of course. Um, yeah, I think this Bucks team is is dirty. Mm-hmm. They're really, really, really mm-hmm. good, and they're deep. 
They are deep too. Yeah. Um. I mean, they've got some guys coming off the bench that can really play. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, I give so many props to uh, Budenholzer and the Bucks. What they've done. Um. I mean, starting off five. Sorry, six and three, and then going and winning twelve straight. That's super impressive. Yeah. Uh, everyone thought the Bucks were, you know, kind of an easier game at least than last season early on this season but obviously that's not the case obviously that's not the case uh the only other team that's 18 and 3 is in the west los angeles lakers to no one's surprise um they are two and a half games up on the clippers in the west anthony davis leads the team in points rebounds steals and blocks lebron james is averaging 10.8 assists per game leading the team and the storyline of the year for me for the lakers (laughs) is javel mcgee who has started 21 out of 21 games. I just love it. Load management. <laughs> Who knows what that is? Apparently, apparently is not, not JaVale. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, JaVale and LeBron have started and played in every single game so far this season. I think that's a testament to LeBron James' uh, endurance. Year 17. Year 17. Sure, he took off a lot of last year for injury and had all that time to recover, but right now it's paying off. Mm-hmm. Um but Anthony Davis, man, the guy can play. Yeah. I mean, surrounded yeah. by good players. Um, it's crazy yeah. how much better he's got now that he's got better players around him. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't. I, I think the Pelicans roster right now is too young for him to have this kind of season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, very impressed by what yeah, he's been Lakers able to so do. Yeah, the Lakers have so much experience. Yeah. And uh, JaVale McGee might be the number one storyline for me, but easily the number two is the Alex Caruso. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not the Alex Carew show. It's the Alex Caruso. Caruso. Because Caruso. Thanks. Yes. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah. It was a caption. I stole it from ESPN. Yeah, I know. I was, <laughs> was going to say, I just All right, saw All right. Thank that. you. Appreciate yeah. that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, put back dunks for days. Balding in the back of the head. This guy's unreal. Texas A&M prodigy. <laughs> yeah. Um so they're 18 to 3. I think the Lakers are are going to be dominant for the rest of the year. Um Celtics are 14 and 5 after starting 13 and 1. They're 4 and 4 in their last 8 games. Keith, you got to tell me what's going on. What I tell you is when you when we were like 13 and 1, you said like, "How are you feeling?" and I said, "Give it a little more time." Here's a little more time. This yep. is like a little asterisk. We always hit really good stride and then we kind of just falter. And then like there's a little bit of a stretch where we just don't know how like how we're going to play. And then we go four and four like we are right now. I think tonight's going to be a big matchup because we're going against the Heat. That'll Ooh, be a good one. A good so I'm excited for that. You got a prediction for uh, tomorrow's uh, release of the podcast? Let's see. They're favored by five and a half. Celtics. Yep, it's in Boston. Okay. But Marcus Smart is out, mm. and he's a big factor. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to go with Heat covering the spread at five and a half. Okay. But I said the Celtics win by two. Interesting. Hmm. All right. All right. Cool stuff. Um, here's a really interesting story. Okay, the the, the Rockets are thirteen and seven. They've got eight straight wins after starting five and seven. Sorry, sorry, that's not true. They had eight straight wins, but since then they've gone two and four. Harden put up sixty one points in three quarters a couple games ago, and then Tuesday night they were playing the Spurs. Mm-hmm. He had a dunk in the third quarter where he jammed it in. Jammed it home, I guess, mm-hmm. and um, went through the net. The net came up over the rim, and the ball came out of the net and then rolled out off the rim. Yeah, so it went through the basket. It went through the net. But it never touched the, the never ground. never touched the ground until it hit the rim. So what the rule is is if the ball clears through the net, then it's a point. It, it, it's, it's good. But it looked like the ball went through the net and re-entered the cylinder, mm-hmm. which wouldn't actually matter because it yeah, still clears the didn't net. Didn't it still go below the cylinder? Yeah. It, well, it went below. It just has to clear the like the nylon of the net. So it has to go all the way through, which, which it, it, I th- did. it did. It had to. Because it had to go it back had to. up through. Yeah, exactly. It didn't go through but the even net. After review, they even after review, yeah, they said it was no good. Which I don't get. And the Spurs went on to win by one in double overtime. He did still drop 50. He did. So that's not surprising. But it was double overtime. Yeah. yeah. And the Spurs still won. So, here's the thing. The NBA has the ability to give the Rockets a win 
or allow the game to be replayed. They're allowed to do that? They're allowed to do that. Do you think they deserve either one of those? Well, would they play the whole game? Replay the whole game? Replay the entire game. I think that would be dumb. Because when did that happen? Third quarter. Third quarter. There's so Okay, so it happened in the third quarter and went to double overtime. Mm -hmm. There's so many chances to make up that basket that I just Mm -hmm. don't think you should be able to give the Rockets a win or replay the game. If that was the last play of the game, then yeah, you can can think about possibly giving the Rockets the win. And if it was in the third quarter, you don't know what's going to happen. It's a quarter of the way into the season. If this determined a playoff spot in the last game of the season, sure. But it's so early on. I agree with you. Yeah, uh, I think be. the Rockets are going to be good enough anyway. Yeah, you know, they're going to make the playoffs. Who cares? Uh, but yeah, I think the Rockets are asking for the game to be replayed. I think that's stupid. So yeah. they can just like yeah. coach in, us the game in yeah. the age of load management. Exa- yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, their karma like Harden will like tear an ACL in the re- in the rematch. Exactly. That'll be their that'll be their payback. But I, I'm more in favor of the game being replayed than awarding a win to the Rockets because mm-hmm. the Spurs won the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's the little conspiracy of the day. Um, this is all the time we got for Misinterpreted. I'm Taylor Lundquist, Keith Schmelter, Theron Costales. North Carolina by six tonight. Keith says Celtics by two. Take a look at those and see if we're right uh, this time tomorrow. Uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, we hope to see you next week.